Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Let's get fucking lucky! Look at that! Bringing a whole new attitude to your afternoon. The cream of the crop! Nobody does it better. Woo! You know, two dudes talking sports. It doesn't matter what your names are. Live from News Talk 1480 WHBC. It's a household name. God created the heaven. He created the earth. He created the Kenny and JT show. Have a great show. What are we getting ready for WrestleMania 40 or what? I love it. I love it. A new open for Brian Novak. All wrestling. Yes. Yes. Welcome to the WWE version of the Kenny and JT show. Coming to you live from the corner of 6th and Market, beautiful downtown Canton. 36 degrees, but we have bigger news to report about today yes we do as uh, i was perusing the internet as i do on a daily basis before the show to see what we were going to talk about sure enough big news out of columbus we've been saying it for about two weeks now when are they going to fire them mm. when are they going to fire them finally the day comes after last night ohio state has fired head coach chris holtman from the men's basketball program, and will begin searching immediately for his replacement. Yeah, good luck to the interim head coach, Jake Diebler. His first game at home is this Sunday against number one in the country, the Purdue Boilermakers. (laughs) Welcome to the show, kid. Yeah, he'll be drinking some Boilermakers after the game to get over that first game. (laughs) My goodness gracious. But, JT, uh, you know, I... I saw a little bit of it last night, and then I asked Brian Novak, can you go in and put together a little montage of what took place in their 62-54 road loss at Wisconsin last night, their 16th consecutive road loss. This is how it sounded last night as the Buckeyes lost again. Connor drives low on the right, scoop shot, mystery down Crowell, Wisconsin. Who leads at 25-19. Buckeyes have battle in the left corner. Left alone, passes Thornton, left point, dribble, shoots a three left of the key. No good. Thornton, the rebound. Uh, Thornton, Middleton will be called for a foul. <laughs> Drives the lane for the right, gets a Thornton left point, sends another three. Off target, rebound, wall, Wisconsin. A great look that time, just a little strong there by Bruce Thornton. Thornton pushing it up the right side. Right wing to Roddy Gale, pulls the trigger for three. No good. Rebound, Hepburn, Wisconsin. 29-21 Badgers. Now give it up, left corner, Royal. Shoots a three, Royal. Too strong. Rebound to Crowell, Wisconsin. 31. 121 Badgers. Roddy Gale dribbles to the foul line, goes down a lane, shoots low on the left, scoop shot, missed. Rebound again, Crowell for Wisconsin. Three seconds. Gale shoots it left of the key over Crowell, no good. Long rebound, Hepburn, and that'll take care of it as Wisconsin will snap their four game losing streak with a 62 54 win over Ohio State. The Buckeyes now with 16 consecutive road losses. Oh, oh boy. My. <laughs> I mean, Paul Keels. I I knew it was a 16 game road loss, but to hear him say it, it's it's almost comical. I, it is for him to mention yeah. it at the end of it, right? A lot of times you'll just say it's a lot, and then you'll touch on it in the post game. But for him to close the broadcast with it, that mm-hmm. t- and here's the thing: that's their 16th consecutive road loss, and like we've heard so many times this year, that snaps the opposing mm-hmm. team's current. Losing streak, right? right? They had Mm -hmm. lost four in a row. Michigan had lost whatever in a row Mm -hmm. when they played that. Buckeyes are second to last in the Big Ten. Chris Holtman fired today. And, uh, JT, I give them credit 
for not waiting, right? It was time. They, they, they were having another dismal year. They had a 5-15 and 15 year in the Big Ten last year. They're 4-10 and 10 in mm-hmm. the Big Ten this year, barely over 500 after starting 12-2. and two. So this was uh, just a matter of time. And uh, Ross Bjork, the new athletic director, let's hope that he does his due diligence and he goes after everybody and anybody that might be able to help this program regardless if they're retired mm-hmm. with another team right now in the NBA. I don't care. Turn over every right. stone and see who you can get. Well, it should be wide open, Kenny. And when they brought in Chris Holtman, the idea was you got another kind of young, I'm going to call him young, youngish, up-and-coming right. coach, had success at Butler, so did Thad Mata. You replaced Thad Mata, he's getting a little bit long in the tooth there. And again, when you're looking for somebody right now, the idea is no different than in football. It's going to have to be, in my opinion, someone who really can manipulate this transfer portal, get you some more talent in there. And you can talk about talent all you want. It's somebody that knows how to recruit. Until they get it done on the highest level, like a Big Ten team like Ohio State, you're not going to believe in it. Whether or not it's poor coaching or just not enough talent, at the end of the day, I think it's just not enough talent. That has a lot to do with Mm -hmm. it, JT. This was his seventh season at Ohio State. The first one, two, three years, no, four years, where there was an actual tournament because there was COVID one year. Mm -hmm. So four out of the first five years when they had the tournament, Chris Holtman made um, the NCAA tournament. Mm -hmm. Last year, he fails to do so. This year, they're not going to make the tournament unless they win every game, which means the entire Big Ten tournament the rest of the way out. So you, you, you look at the trend, mm-hmm. and he goes, he has his best season his first year taking over with Thad Mata's players, right? Mm-hmm. And then from then, they basically regressed every year from that first season, and he never won more than one game in the NCAA tournament. Well, that's easy to say. The one year they looked really good, they were a two-seed, and they get beat by that juggernaut of a basketball school, Oral Roberts. And that, my friend, is when the wheels fell off. And that's when this program really started reeling. And it was just one of those things where, okay, he had, he had had time to formulate his own coaching staff. He had time to get together some recruiting classes, and it looked good. And he had a couple of guys that went to the league. But, man, when you don't beat Oral Roberts in the first round, that's that, what is that, 215? Yes, sir. I mean, come on. I mean, I don't think they were ever really able, here's a basketball term, to rebound from that loss. Yeah, it it probably started the true downfall of it, right? They had been regressing, but that is the pinnacle of regression when you lose to a 15 seed in the first round of the tournament. And, you know, since then... JT, you know, they, they go from 21 wins that year mm-hmm. to 20 to 16 last year, and they only have 14 right. this year. Easy to say that you're a football school and you're not focusing in on basketball, but I don't think that's the case. When you've got the facilities that they have down there, and, of course, you still got not only transfer portal, but you've got NIL dollars to throw at some of these kids, and you're looking up at everybody but Michigan in the Big Ten, and that includes teams that you would never really consider Strong basketball schools like Northwestern, maybe Rutgers. I mean, flash in a pan, I'm sure Rutgers has had some good baskets occasionally. Maryland, we know, has had good basketball teams occasionally. They won a championship occasionally. But come on, this is Ohio State. Shouldn't you be better than 13 out of 14? The only saving grace here is they're still above Michigan, a team that unfortunately beat them.
Yeah, uh, and Michigan was struggling at the time when when they did that, right? So, you know, you look at this and you go, yeah, you you say to yourself, this is the right move now. Who do you get to replace it? Uh, And and the the pinnacle, if there mm -hmm. was one guy, all right, there was one guy I could go get that is available, Mm -hmm. okay, I'd back, and I tweeted this out, I'd back up the Brinks truck to his home and say, come out of coaching retirement, leave the broadcast booth, and come coach at Ohio State, what's it going to take? $15, 20000000 million a Talking year, Jay Wright? Jay. No matter what it takes. He's only 62. He's won two national championships, four final mm-hmm. fours. He's basically a free agent right now. Lure him out of retirement well, with whatever it takes and say, come coach at the Ohio State University. Not a bad idea. And it wouldn't take a Brinks truck because that's all they have anyway. I mean, when you're buying out a coach at like $12.8 million, and who knows how much they truly owe Chris Holtman, the idea and the bottom line here is that money should be no object. I agree. They're paying him off, what, $14 million to, to say goodbye to Holtman? And so you just, you know what? We take that number and factor that in as if we're paying the next head coach mm-hmm. that money. Right. And so you, you put it all together right. and you go get some boosters to say, hey, this is who we're trying to get. We're trying to get Jay Wright. Well. And, uh, you know, this is what it's going to cost. Are you going to help us out? We started off the program with a lot of WWE sound. The only thing we didn't say was everybody's got their price. That's right. The million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase, said that once. You can say you want to be retired as much as you want. You don't have the flavor. You don't have the, the desire to coach anymore. You know what talks? Money. I mean, if you offer this kid enough money, maybe he comes out of retirement. Maybe he does sit back and say, you know, it's too stressful. I don't want any part of this. And maybe maybe because when he did step away, you didn't have as much NIL. You didn't have as much transfer portal or any of this crap going on. And a lot of guys, it takes you back to Nick Saban. Maybe they truly don't want to put up with this stuff anymore. Very possible. He may enjoy his broadcast uh, analyst job right now. He doesn't have to worry about the NIL. He doesn't win. He doesn't lose. He just does games. Is around the game. Loves it. Mm-hmm. Maybe that. But you have to make that phone call. Why don't you? If you're Ross Bjork, that's the first phone call you make. Mm-hmm. You start at the top and work your way down. Okay, mm-hmm. Jay. Thanks. Uh, if you change your mind, let us know in the next 24 to 48 mm-hmm. hours. We'll give you some time to think right. about it, uh, and then you start compiling mm-hmm. that list of guys that are coaching elsewhere right yeah. now that you want to steal away. Maybe they do like they did in football, and they go get somebody from the NBA. They got an offensive coordinator that used to coach in the NFL but also was a head coach at another team at a Power yeah. 5 school in Chip Kelly. Maybe you look in the NBA and get somebody's top assistant or somebody who's about to get fired. Maybe you look at the guy that just got let go at Milwaukee and you say, we need somebody that's coached at the highest level. I don't know really what they do. I'm just spitballing here because of the fact that we don't really know. We can take a look at the top 10 candidates who we think might be a good fit. Maybe you want to go out and get a Shaka Smart from Marquette. The idea here is the fact that Marquette is ranked in the top five, I believe. And the idea is the fact that if you're a good basketball school at Marquette, you've still got more money in Columbus. I'm just looking at it from a monetary standpoint right. that money should be no object. They should go get who they want. I'm looking at the standings right now, your top five teams, UConn, Purdue, Houston, Marquette, and Arizona. Mm-hmm. That's one through five. Then six through ten, Kansas, North Carolina, Tennessee, Duke, and Iowa State. Mm-hmm. 
I would think Marquette might be the only one where you could lure away uh, a head coach out of the top ten team. You want to go get somebody out of retirement? Yeah. He celebrated a birthday. Still relatively young when it comes to basketball. 77 isn't too young to coach at Ohio State. Go get Coach K! Let's go! He's not Come on! Coming out of retirement, coach, coach team and in USA somewhere else. He can nope, coach at an Olympics. He's a he's his last stop was at Duke. Come on, He'll never coach anywhere else. <laughs> he's an old curmudgeon now, anyways. He's yeah. making Aflac so, commercials. Think he doesn't want to coach? No, because he's making Aflac commercials and getting paid to do that. He doesn't we'll have to worry pay about him more that. More than that, Duck ever paid anybody, and you could throw Deion Sanders into that mix. We're going to pay you more money. I put together a mini list of guys that I would like to see them contact or guys that have surfaced already on the intranet mm-hmm. from other writers in college basketball. All right. You mentioned one of them, Shaka Smart. Uh, he's currently in the Big East at Marquette. They're number five in the country. Eric Musselman at Arkansas, right? Spent a lot of years in the NBA, so has ties to go. the league. Has done a great job now at Arkansas. I think he's 57 or 58. He'd be a guy I'd look at. What about Sean Miller? Now that things have uh, quieted down uh, with that mm-hmm. investigation in Arizona, he's at Xavier again. There's a guy within the state, knows the state of Ohio, could be a guy you target. I wanted Sean Miller when they hired Chris Holtman, but like you said, there was some baggage there, yeah. or some things that happened in his past. But, hey, if you're good enough for Xavier and they're going to be in the tournament, you're good enough to coach at Ohio State. Another name. And I bring his name up because he's been a successful coach, but the current athletic director hired him at his previous stop, Texas A&M. Buzz Williams is a guy maybe that you could see them contacting. To infinity and beyond, I like to say, (laughs) with Buzz. Uh, You mentioned this guy the other day when we were talking with Brad Sellers. John Gross, who's currently Mm -hmm. the head coach at Akron, Mm -hmm. was a head coach at Illinois and Ohio, and once was an assistant under Thad Mata, at Ohio State. Mm-hmm. So John Gross is a guy I've got to believe is a phone call away. John Gross was one of the top recruiters in the country when he was at Ohio State. And it followed him when he took the head job at Illinois. Now he's at Akron doing great things. I think they're like, I want to say, i got to double check. I want to say they're like 18-6 and six in the MAC. But it's a good program and he's doing great things there. Yes, he's won MAC championships at Ohio and at Akron. Yep. Okay. Whether it's regular season or tournament, mm-hmm. uh, MAC tournament championship, he's won at, at two different schools there. So uh, there's a winning tradition. Uh, this guy I know nothing about, Who? but I look in the standings, and they're number 11 in the country, and a number of people have thrown his name around on the intranet. Lamont Paris, the head coach mm-hmm. at South Carolina, supposedly a hot and upcoming uh, candidate, as mm-hmm. is Brian Dusher. From San Diego mm-hmm. State, took the Aztecs last year mm-hmm. to what? The Final Four? No, they played the championship game last year, I believe. Out of sight, so out those... of mind. Lamont Harris yep. or Paris actually is from Findlay, so he's got ties to Ohio. There Could help go. him in recruiting. And don't forget about another name. You mentioned the fact that we talked to Brad Sellers last week. You remember yes. who he told us to keep an eye on? Who's not mm-hmm. on any list that I've read online. And I think there's a reason for that, and that might be Brad just hoping because he knows him. But Dennis Hobson is coaching somewhere. I'm not sure, again, what the school is or what division they are, but I don't know if you make it from, if we don't know where he's at, from that level right to Ohio I looked it up. It's Lord's Gray Wolves. I have no idea what that is. I don't know if it's NAIA. I don't know if it's an HBCU. I don't know. I've never really heard of it. 
But when a guy is good enough to be drafted in what we would consider nowadays a lottery pick, yeah, he's got some chops. He coached at Bowling Green as an assistant, coached with Raleigh Massimino down in Florida. And, you know, when you're married to the game, you're never that far out of it. In, in, a, in a situation like this, you hire good assistants and let them recruit the way that Thad Motta let uh, John Gross recruit when they were there. Nobody was arguing that Thad Motta didn't do a great job until the end of his tenure at Ohio State. And I couldn't believe this. I was looking online. One of the people that they say might be a candidate for this job yeah. is Thad Mata. Yeah, that, uh, You're not going to go hey, down that route thing. again. Hey, here's the thing. That's somebody that's throwing that, that out there themselves. They didn't get that from Ohio State. There, there's no I'll, – I'll, and I've been known to wager recently on my betting apps, right? I'll wager right now there is no chance that Thad Mata even gets an interview mm. for the head coaching job at Ohio State. Well, that's I don't, somebody just throwing it out there. I don't know that yeah. he'd want one. But, I mean, when something like this goes down, and let's face it, we just found out about it a couple of quick hours ago, so we started scurrying all over the place. Who could be a candidate? We have no idea who a candidate is. And like I said, it might be someone we've never even heard of. But for me, as long as it's someone who can manipulate their way through the transfer portal, NIL dollars as well, that's who yeah. you really want. I think that's the modern day of building a program in the NCAA, especially if you want to get back to March Madness. You can't have an Ohio State not be in March Madness two years in a row. Yeah, it's embarrassing to lose 16 games in a row. You don't make the tournament two years in a row. You finish last or second to last in the Big Ten. Yeah, you know what's embarrassing that's, that's about embarrassing. it? What? The Big Ten's not that good. Mm, that's true. I mean, I don't know what conferences are really knocked out. When you've got a Michigan team that's sub-500, you could consider, oh, that's a basketball school, too. I mean, when you talk about Blue Bloods, Michigan is one of the Blue Bloods. If not, they're right on the cusp. You talk North Carolina, Duke, Kentucky, Arizona, maybe somebody out west, right? Who am I missing? UCLA. UCLA back in the day. Yes. I mean, don't you consider... When you consider Michigan, Michigan State Blue Bloods, or right on the border? Michigan State, yes, because of Izzo's uh, you know, tenure there. And he won a national championship with the Flintstones, been to the Final Four three or four times. Mm-hmm. I would put Michigan State ahead of Michigan as far as a it's Blue Blood right in the Big there. Ten. Right about you know, there. Michigan's so. usually pretty good. They've had good long uh, runs to the yeah. championship game. They had that Fab, what is it, Fab Five? Fab Four were the Beatles, right? Fab Five got there and lost. Yep. He's going to get fired, too, Jawan Howard. Well, he's got some health issues he's been dealing with, so that might buy him some time. I know, but he's had some health issues. Um, So, you know, hopefully he's recovering from that. He's had anger issues, too. I think they're going to move on. You imagine a school loses their football coach and basketball coach in the same season, same year. It, uh, I'm sure it's happened before, but this, you know, is top of mind right now. So we're looking at that thinking, oh, could it happen there? Another name I want to throw out that I mentioned the other day when Brad Sellers was on with us. And I was doing some research on him. Greg McDermott from Creighton, 59 nice. years old. Mm-hmm. In his 14th season there, it might be time for him to, you know, to yeah. maybe want to move on, get paid more than he's getting paid mm-hmm. at Creighton. I'm sure Ohio State could double whatever oh. he's getting uh, at Creighton. Uh, he's made it to the Elite Eight. Yeah. The Sweet 16, so two separate years he's gotten to at least the Sweet 16. Uh, he's won 67% of his games at Creighton. He's been a regular season champion or a tournament champion either in the Missouri Valley or the Big East. 
That's a guy that, that if I'm Ohio State and uh, this Bjork dude, the new AD, I, I'm calling Greg McDermott to see if he wants to leave Creighton. That's interesting, too, because now all of a sudden Creighton isn't just the Cinderella story and they get to the tournament. You expect them to win a game or two. And it wasn't that long ago where we thought Gonzaga was that Cinderella story. Now right. Mark Few might be the greatest coach in college hoops. Uh, he's never to won never, anything. To never win a championship. I was going to say, but, I mean, had that part. But he's got them on the map. I mean, Gonzaga used to be, who is this team? We never heard of them. Now, all of a sudden, we can't even expect a tournament without Gonzaga in it. Yeah, you expect them to be a one, two, or three seed. Same right? with Creighton. I'd never heard of the Creighton Jays before, Blue Jays, whatever they I'd never heard of them until all of a sudden, they start making some noise. And a couple of years in a row, they're back into March Madness. Who's Creighton? That's a basketball school. Yeah, it is. When you think of the Blue Jays, they're they're you know a basketball school, and so uh, he. So I will. I'm curious because as we look at football, mm-hmm. anything goes in right. football right now, right? NIL, stealing coaches away, paying coaches mm-hmm. to come, tram whatever. I'm wondering if basketball gets down and dirty like football yeah. does. Will the Buckeyes? You know, look at this and say, we need to be an elite basketball program, so we are going to ruffle some feathers, and we don't give a damn who gets pissed off. Could happen. You can't have an empty arena every night. You want to make more money for the school somehow, some way. But the the other question is going to be this. You're an up-and-coming coach, right? I don't know if you've got your eyes set on a program. Maybe you're an alumni. You want to go back to your school. A little welcome back, Cotter, moment. Does Almost accepting or interviewing at Ohio State scare you because you consider the fact that even though it's a fantastic school, it's a football school, you don't want to go coach there, you don't want to go to Ohio State, be second fiddle? The egos of some of these coaches won't let that bother them. I'm going to make it a basketball school. This is my opportunity. They're going to pay me. I'm going to have the resources I didn't have at my previous stops. And with these resources, I'm going to take what I've already accomplished, Sweet 16, Elite 8, Final 4, and take it the the next step. Take it to the next step because I have more money to spend. I have better assistant coaches that I can pay more money to. And and so I I don't think that's going to get in the way of somebody – uh, you know, being scared, mm-hmm. uh, scared of uh, coaching at Ohio State for basketball. One name neither one of us has uh, really called out yet is a guy that's been on this program before at OU, Jeff Bowles. If yeah. you're a Jeff Bowles, you want to come back to Ohio State and coach there, or do you look at it and say, you know what, I think I'm kind of good where I'm at right now. Maybe he uses it to get a little pay bump, right. you know, at Ohio Unfortunately for Jeff, they've trended in the wrong direction since making the NCAA tournament. So he probably isn't at the top uh, of people's lists or you know on the radar right now because they've uh, regressed in the last three years. But hey, he was an assistant Fine. with with Gross. Mm-hmm. Under Thad Mata. So he does have ties to the program, and he's from Sandy Valley High School. You go get that interview and say, look, man, the reason we've slid a little bit is because we slid under the radar the first time. We had an NBA talented team that made some noise in the tournament, but I can't recruit at OU the way I could recruit at Ohio State. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, you could use that. Sure. We don't have the NIL dollars in Athens. Yeah. Mac NIL dollars are a little different than uh, Big Ten NIL dollars. (laughs) Just a little bit. 
Just a little bit. But I, he's gone as far as uh, Chris Holtman's gone in the last uh, four or five years and in the tournament when they got there. probably gone as far as he can get at OU. Yeah. you Most times in the MAC, you use that as a springboard head coaching job, right? All right. You go from a Division two or 1AA to mm-hmm. the MAC to become the head coach. You reach the NCAA tournament, and that springboards okay. you to uh, a Rutgers or to an Illinois, right? Exactly, and here's a reason why. And you've done the MAC tournament time and time again. And I've yeah. been to it a couple of times. And I've been a big proponent of shouldn't they have more than just the automatic bid from winning the conference tournament to get in? At the end of the day... Does the MAC really deserve to have more teams in the, the March Madness tournament itself? Yes, it does. At what cost? Do any of them really have a chance to win the thing, or does just the champion of their tournament usually? I I think usually two teams every year could win a game or two in the NCAA tournament from the MAC. Which is fine, but in the pecking order of the way things are right now, you're yeah. only going to get the champion in. So if you're in a coach in that league and you're looking at your roster and you're looking at your bench today and saying, hey, might be a chance to interview at Ohio State. I think you have to weigh all your options. Yes. Yeah. No offense to where I'm at in right. the MAC, whether it's BG, Toledo, Kent State, Ohio, Akron, but here's a chance to coach in the Big Ten. And, and I, I've got to, I've got to take my shot. Got to do the interview and see if I can land that gig. The other way you coach at the MAC is if you went on to a bigger school and didn't have success, then you come back to the MAC. And rebrand yourself. Sean Gross. And, and yeah, and that's what he's done. After uh, failing at Illinois, he comes back to Akron uh, and has them playing as well as anybody in men's basketball in the MAC tournament. All right, you want to talk about this? You want to weigh in on who you'd like to see as the head coach of the Buckeyes boys basketball team or men's basketball team? 330-450-1480, the number to join us. And we're going to talk some Cavaliers basketball final game before the All-Star break tonight. But Some bad news coming out of Cleveland with uh, some players who may not be able to play tonight. It's Kenny and JT on WHBC.